ARM is the reason why we have the little powerful pocket computers that we call smartphones where Intel and AMD excelled in delivering a lot of power and also taking a lot of energy and generating a lot of heat ARM excelled at efficiency ARM processors are a small so they fit in very small devices and they deliver quite a bit of power without consuming a lot of energy If you remember the old PCs we used to have and the big CPU unit next to it what ARM did is they put that entire CPU unit into one small chip and it's a huge accomplishment in nanotechnology Now Apple isn't the only company that's wanting to move to ARM Microsoft has been on this path for quite a bit of time now and it made a big leap this year with the Surface Pro X The problem with this is that Apple and Microsoft have both made software for Intel and AMD chips for the longest time and these run on something called the x86 architecture whereas ARM runs on something called the x64 architecture. So the architecture to a chip is sort of like the chassis of a car. So imagine running one car's body on a different car's chassis. You may be able to fit it but it will still be kind of wobbly, right? that's exactly what's happening here a very easy way to understand this is by comparing the surface pro x and the ipad pro 2020 which i recently did so you can go read that story on the website as well on the surface pro x something as simple as chrome which is ubiquitous for all of us does slow down often especially when you open a lot of tabs this is essentially happening because chrome is meant for an x86 architecture and even though microsoft built in an emulator which tries to make up for the difference it doesn't always work the emulator is essentially the hammer that you will need to fit the new chassis to the other car's body apple has this in the form of something called rosetta 2 and both these emulators are essentially supposed to make up the difference and give developers more time to develop apps for these new systems It's not just Windows and Mac. So developers have also been developing software for the x86 architecture for the longest time. So apps like Adobe's Creative Cloud Suite, Photoshop, etc., uh Microsoft Office, even Google Chrome have always been designed for PCs on the x86 architecture. Now they have to overhaul those systems and sort of redo them for the 64-bit system. Apple has a huge advantage here in the fact that both the iPhone and the iPad already run on 64-bit processors that is the Apple A12z Bionic or the one that runs on the iPhone. So there are already millions of apps that are made for ARM. 
The trade-off is that most apps which come on the iPad and have PC counterparts do not provide its full feature set on the ARM chipset. That's because, like I said before, ARM doesn't generate as much power as Intel and AMD do. Having said that, what Microsoft and Apple are essentially betting on now is that ARM is so close to Intel that it can replace Intel processors on laptops. In the short run, that may not happen for prosumer software. That means really resource-intensive software that is used for, say, graphic designing, video editing, photo editing, things like that. But for people like you and me, I honestly do all my work on an iPad Pro. In fact, I'm recording this podcast on an iPad Pro right now. So you can see how much power these little devices are capable of. But there are more benefits for us too. ARM chipsets, because they're more efficient, offer more battery life. So a laptop made on ARM comes with 20 hours of battery life, or at least that's the promise. So we can finally leave our chargers at home. They're of course smaller, so they fit in a smaller form factor, which means laptops can get smaller. ARM chipsets are also cheaper. And because of this, they can essentially democratize computing in the long run, much in the way that smartphones have done. Apple only has less than 10% of the market share when it comes to PCs. But the company has been usually setting the benchmark for what kind of performance can be drawn out of things, because of which its move to ARM could set the tone for the rest of the industry. And Apple has a knack for convincing developers to make apps for its devices, which could in the long run benefit Microsoft as well. And of course, this benefits all of us too. So that's it for today. I shall be back this very week with another segment where I take on some misconceptions about technology. Until then, tell me what you want me to cover. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. It's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. Or you can write to me at podcastsitinthesuntimes.com. Talk to you next time. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.